Hey guys, check out Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0, brought to you by Mama Jumbo Shrimp, a fully updated second edition, reviewed and revised by an expert panel of certified Italian wine ambassadors from across the globe. The book also includes an edition by Professore Attilio Scienza, Italy's leading vine geneticist. To pick up a copy today, just head to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. Welcome to another episode of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Each week, she travels to incredible wine destinations, interviewing some of the Italian wine scene's most interesting personalities, talking about wines, the foods, as well as the incredible travel destinations. Hello, my name is Stevie Kim, and welcome to the On the Road Edition of Italian Wine Podcast. You know what? Today, we're in a fabulous fabulous place in Sicily, Sicilia, and we're in Memphis. And today we'll be conversing with Alessio Planeta Morning, of winery that's called Planeta. I actually, listen, Alessio, you know, I have to be honest with you. I thought Planeta was a fake name, like just planet, but it's actually a family name. Yes. Where does that come from? It came from Spain because uh, my family arrived in Spain in the 17th century in this area of Sicily, between Sambuca and Memphis. So here we are in the southwest of Sicily, 80 kilometers from Palermo, Agrigento and Trapani. It'll be in the center of this triangle on the limit between the east part of Sicily, that is a bit more Greek, as you mentioned before, and this part of Sicily, a little bit more Phoenician, more Arabs, a little bit. So we are in the middle, and our name is Planeta di Santa Cecilia, that is a Spanish name. When we start, people say, ah, Planeta, it's funny. Yeah, nice name, Planeta Terra. But I had in my ID. So it's actually a family name of Spanish origin. That's what you're saying. Okay, so tell me a little bit. Of course, Planeta is not just Memphis, although this is kind of the Casa Madre, right? But where are your other estates? Well, we was born here because my family, as we said before, was based here. And the Planeta Adventure in Wine started here in the the middle of the 80s and planting the first vineyards and doing the first winery in '94 in Sambuca, Sicilia, and Memphis. But immediately after, in 97, and because our roots of uh, Sicilian, not only when producers, but also people of agriculture, let us know very well old Sicily, we start to export Sicily for producing some wine that was traditional Sicilian wine. So we went first in Vittoria in 97, where that is the place of Cerasuolo di Vittoria. In 98, we went to Noto, that is the southeast point, southern point of all the island, is the place where Nero Davola was born. Is a place where the Moscato was produced since the Greek time. This time is true. 2008, we went to Etna. Uh, and 2011, we went to Capo Milazzo, where we produce our Mamertino. So today, Planeta is in five different places, producing, having vineyards and winery and people there. So Planeta is a, like a collection of uh, vineyards and wineries in the iconic or classical place of Sicily. All right, so let's taste one of the wines so we can have a taste. It's nearly two o'clock and we need a little bit of alcohol. We have a, thanks to our name, we have a Spanish time of eating, (laughs) 2.30. Yeah, everything starts later, right? So So here we have our Terebinto. Terebinto is organic. All Planeta is inorganic. Since Uh, when? Since last year, after a long-term job, we have this sustained 
certification since uh, 12 years. And then since uh, two years, we are all inorganic. So we have both now. And this is something we are very proud about. Terebinto, the appellation here is Memphis, Sicilia. And the grape here is 100% Grillo. And Grillo was not in the Planeta Vineyard since the beginning. We arrived at Grillo a bit later, but now I'm very happy and very, you know, confident about these grapes. Grillo has a wonderful story because it's a cross between two different varieties. One is Cataratto and the other one is uh, Zibibo, done by a scientist from Agrigento that tried to combine the flavors of the Zibibo, that is a super aromatic grape, with the acidity and the tension of the Cataratto. And was done like old way of making a cross, so with the pollen of the, of the flowers. And was done in Favara, that is a village not far from Agrigento, 90 kilometers from here. And from that area they start to plant in many other places in Sicily. I think Grillo is one of the most interesting white grape in Italy because it's a personality, have a good production, perfect, um, represents Sicily, the west part of Sicily very, very well. You know, so I want to ask you a personal question. So, you know, from the northern part of Italy, a lot of the producers are investing in other areas of Italy, right? So with the specific focus, of course, Etna is very sexy and other areas of Sicily or in Puglia, etc. What you have done is to grow, but Sicily specific. Yeah. yeah, there was two reasons. The first reason was that we were thinking at that time, still today, that there was still a lot of Sicily to explore. So we went in some place that were like a Mamertino area that were not enough well-known comparing to the potential of the place, comparing to the story of the place, comparing to the tradition of the place. Why you have to go to say something... Uh, in Tuscany. What, what, what Planeta can say, can say uh, new in Tuscany and Piemonte. And the second reason was that um, I spent all my life talking about Sicily. Do you want to listen to me talking about Tuscany? I don't think so. What we have done was another thing. So, so we tried to have people to invest in Sicily because we want to have more people. You know, I was the one that convinced uh, easily Filippo Mazzei to buy a farm in Sicily in ah. in '99. So out of time ago, I say Filippo, we were we are very good friends. Zizola, yes. Zizola, and they've done a great job there. And the last uh, things we have done was uh, three years ago. We have done together with a French family a winery, a project together here in Sambuca Sicilia. So we convince French people that make wines everywhere in the world to invest in Sicily. And considering the story about this land that we are very happy about. Yeah, it's very interesting. It's in a way your passion, your love for this territory is very cogent from the beginning to end. I love that actually. I've tasted the second wine. You want to taste the second yeah. one? Yes. So this is a special wine for us because the, the name of this wine is Didacus is a wine dedicated to our Uncle Diego. My Uncle Diego was, that since three years, is not more with us, was one of the, really, of the pioneer of uh, Sicilian wine. I would say also Italian wine, because I think there is a generation of people born around in the 40s that in Sicily, in Tuscany, in Piemonte, really make the difference between the past and the present of, of Italian wine. Diego was a, a very special person with a lot of energy, spoke four languages fluently in the Sicily of the 60s and 70s. That was not exactly to go back to other Sicilian speak so many languages, you had to go back to the, to the medieval time. And so... Diego was president of a very important cooperative in Sicily. He was president of an institute of research and promotion in Sicily called Istituto Regionale Vite Vino. And with Diego, people like Attilio Scienza, that you know very well, 
like Giacomo Takis, like Giampaolo Fabris, they arrive in Sicily to help Sicilian to Alibi change the story about Sicilian wines. And so we decided to dedicate to Diego two wines, two very special wines that are done in a very small quantity. So, for example, this vintage is done in 5,000 bottles. Mm -hmm. Every bottle has its own numbers. And here you have a pure Cabernet Franc coming from a beautiful vineyard on the top of the hill, 400 meters, surrounded by a forest in a very pure and clean place. What is the name of this area? Uh, the name of this area is uh, Monte Shirami, but the vineyards of Cabernet Franc is in Maroccoli. It's a hill called Maroccoli in the area of the Monti Sicani, that is mountains that are not far from the sea, very calcareous and going on for many, many kilometers with a, a city that people don't expect because they are forest, we are close to the sea, and they are untouched and beautiful. So, you know, when you think about it, you say that, you know, everything started in 94, right? That when you hear Planeta's name, you think it's way, way older. There's longer history. And this is because, perhaps, because of Diego, right? Uh, yes, also because, uh, honestly, we have done um, a lot of uh, projects in the last years. We have done from quantity quality. So we've done such, so many projects. But, you know, Planeta... They've done the first harvest in 94, but uh, we start the project in 85, planting these vineyards here around, doing more than seven, eight years of uh, micro-vinification experimentation trial before going in the market with our name on the label, where we put all our, you know, face and honor on the label. So planet is 30-something. Right. So paradoxically, you know, you're, you're really famous for the Chardonnay, right? Why paradoxically? Because you don't think of Sicily and you say like Chardonnay. That's not what you think, right? You know, was my uh, Chardonnay Planeta was born for a combination of two people. One was me and one, another one was uh, Carlo Corino. When we start Planeta, uh, this was another... Uh, Who's Carlo Corino? Uh, say your story. The, Diego was a very uh, smart person. Sette Soli had a winemaker from Alba that was in Sicily from the 60s until 1988. After 25 years of living in Sicily, far from uh, Truffle, far from Bagna Cauda, I said, I don't want to go back to my house. And Diego, I don't know how, he heard the story about another winemaker that was born in Alba, but he, he lives in uh, Maggi, close to Sydney. So on the other side of the world, he was a winemaker that was born in Alba. The father was the president of La Scuola of Alba. So his student was uh, Ceretto, Gaia, all this generation. Uh, he was in the same school of Angelo, same school of Bruno Ceretto. And so he was the best student in the school, being the son of this person. And then in his career was first going in uh, Ethiopia, where Italians make wine in the end of 60s. And then he moved to Australia. And he was in Australia from the 72, 73 to 89. So in the moment where Australia was... Uh, the lab of uh, develop of making great wine in warm area. And so Diego, when the, the, he lose the winemaker here, he take a flight, he go to Sydney, he make him an offer he can't refuse, and uh, he fly back to, to Sicily with a wife, dogs, oh cats, my goodness. Uh, all the stuff in Sicily. And Corino uh, was special. Myself, uh, when I, uh, I'm not special at all, but I, when I finished my study, I went to work in Burgundy. To, to do the worker, the, yes, the worker, not the winemaker, of course. I was young. I was in the winery, but not uh, 
with, uh, no, as, as a worker. And then when I fly, uh, I come back to Star Planeta with Cargo. Uh, he had the experience of uh, making Chardonnay and barley fermented in Australia. I had, of course, the dream of being back from Burgundy to do the same. And together we start Chardonnay Planeta. And then Chardonnay Planeta became an iconic wine, works very well. It's a very precise style and very, you know, and so... It's still our flag, it's still a wine that we make in our best vineyards here, between 200 and 450 meters, 100% barrel fermented with a hundreds of barriques that we ferment, and it works well. It's so listen, so I, I want to ask you a cheeky question. So how can you tell on a blind tasting, you have, let's say, like 10 Chardonnays, mm -hmm. right? Some from Burgundy, some from the New World, and other parts of Italy. How can you tell in blind tasting, that your Chardonnay is Planeta. No, it's, it's completely different. Uh, but first of all, this is something we have to, as Italians, we have to work more on this because um, people recognize in their mind uh, Merceau from Jevi uh, Chambertin, uh, but they don't recognize uh, Sicily from Piemonte uh, when you talk about some uh, grapes in common. But when you are a wine maker or a wine tester, we can recognize the different vineyards of Chardonnay of Planeta and on a different from the different parts of different of different parcels. So the, the problem is to transfer this to the to the customers. But uh, at the end of the day, there is a specific style of Sicilian Chardonnay that I, I can feel and uh, wine lovers can feel that our Chardonnay is try to describe is will be less warm than some idea of New World Chardonnay. But of course, it'll be so less tropical less for the geekies, less you know, tropical, for the wine geeks. and less, of course, acid and, and sharp than Chardonnay from uh, from Burgundy, of course, uh, less minerality. Something in the middle with a lot of um, I don't know apricot fruit, saffron, uh, something sunny but not too much. Uh, it's different. Yeah, but you can you can tell yeah, the yeah, difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so we've touched a little bit about, you know, the family. Diego was kind of the figure mm -hmm. that was very the influencer of the family, right, to, to have this trail going. But there are other members of the, because Planeta really started yeah. with you and your cousin Francesca and Santi yeah. and et cetera. So can you tell us a little bit about the family yeah. organization and who does what exactly? Yeah. Because it's still a family business, right? Yeah. We, we are a, a typical, or maybe not more typical now, family company in terms that different members of the family are active, involved in the in, in, in the day-by-day -day work. Starting from, there was first one generation, then the second, next generation arrived, and now the new generation is coming. When Diego started, he was helped by the brother and sisters, my father, that was the older one, and my hands, my hands were crucial in the starting of Planeta. Uh, you can ask to the people at the beginning uh, the experience of uh, coming here, testing our wines, and having our hands cooking the typical Sicilian recipe, something special. On the other side, when Planeta started, my generation arrived. So my cousin Francesca, the daughter of Diego, me, then immediately after, uh, my, my cousin Marcello, my brother Santi. So I'm in charge of uh, winemaking and uh, all the technical area. So the production side. Production size and uh, of course also a little bit of marketing. Yeah. Some, some of the sales. Some of the, uh, some of the Excel sheets you have to do. And then later I also clean the, uh, these glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I do everything. And uh, on the other side, Francesca start doing marketing and sales with me. In the last years, she's focused on something that today is very important for Planeta, and that is uh, uh, hospitality, tourism. So uh, now we have uh, a lot of people here that visit us, 
Uh, we have a hotel called La Foresteria that is uh, one of the best uh, locations in uh, Sicily. Uh, in Palermo and many other projects. My brother Santi is uh, the, like the commercial director. My cousin Marcello is the person that makes things work. Like we do, you know, we have done uh, like every year we do a new wineries. So every year we do a new project that, you know, something to manage. Another cousin Chiara that is in charge of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you see her. Yeah, she, she's... Uh, try to organize everything here. And the next generation is coming, both since... Uh, well, April. I met your son. Yeah, you met my Costante. son. Costante. Costante, that he started to... And he started do, doing the more difficult things in the wine business. You know, I gave him his hashtag, uh -huh. Baby Planeta. Baby Planeta. It's, it's, in, it's not exactly, exactly, exactly yeah. baby, baby. Yes. Yeah, but you know, I call... There's always like Baby Frascobaldi, Baby, you know, oh, Planeta. Like like yeah. I was thinking, we were thinking that the best way to transform a baby in a, in a boy is to let him sell wine. That yes. is the more difficult. Right. Especially in the south of Italy. <laughs> and so he do, is doing this, also following many other things, in the, like in any family company. But we are in harmony. We love to work all together. When we do holidays, like Easter or Christmas, we are a lot of us. Of course, some people are not more with us, but this is life. Yeah. So this is what we do. Listen, Alessia, so White Lotus. <laughs> okay, tell us about how the hell did that happen? Happens. Because I, I saw it in the plane, actually, because I didn't see at White Lotus. You know, I'm not, I don't have very much time. But on the plane, the only time I get to watch anything is on the plane. Are you enjoying this podcast? There is so much more high-quality wine content available from Mama Jumbo Shrimp. Check out our new wine study maps, our books on Italian wine, including Italian Wine Unplugged, The Jumbo Shrimp Guide to Italian Wine, Sangiovese Lambrusco and other stories, and much, much more on our website, mamajumboshrimp.com. Now back to the show. And there was White Lotus, season two. I didn't even see season one, but it was on the plane. So I started watching it. And a few episodes in, all of a sudden, I see your wine yeah. and your winery. Yeah. Tell us yeah. how that happened. It happens that um, it was uh, really thanks to the relationship of my brother Vito and to the he was able to become friend of anyone. So there were these people uh, that decided to make uh, White Lotus. You know, White Lotus is done always uh, in a... Stop Hotel. And they decided to do in Taormina. Nice. They select San Domenico, that was a classic, beautiful hotel. And then they start to looking for, for some location. And you know, the way we make our winery, our house, our place, uh, we are like a movie set. Uh, you know, if you've seen our place year round, so there. So this is why my brother, that uh, was in charge of also of event, uh, um, he was in touch with some people. So there was like a network of people that. And when they do the um, site inspection for, for uh, something uh, outside of, uh, of the, in the winery, they, just, they go uh, to visit uh, five, six wineries in Etna. But it was winter, and the day they arrived, we had a party there with all the association of the best uh, Michelin star restaurant of Sicily. So all of us, we were drunk, <laughs> happy. Having great food. And they're like, perfect! This is and perfect. And so we invite them to do, we transform the site inspection in a little bit of 
party, exchange uh, of experience. So they immediately liked the place. Right, and this was it. the first part of the miracle. Mm -hmm. The second part of the miracle was then we say, okay, because they didn't say us that was White Lotus. Right, there right. was uh, then just a bunch of people from Hollywood. Uh, from a uh, satisfaction from yeah. uh, few, uh, we understand there was an important one because the satisfaction was done by 30 people. Right, right, like, right. Like uh, FBI, yeah. CAA, you know. like the There was some, like, some thing going on here today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. this was a bit more simple. <laughs> so, a few days after, uh, they arrived, okay, we want to do in our play, in your place. This is our uh, TV series. And so, first of all, we check the first series and we say, that was not exactly sometimes uh, uh, very relaxed. Uh, right, right, right. So we said, okay, we are happy. But my my brother said, okay, we want to see what you do in our winery because right. example, if you kill someone in our right, winery, right. we know the best. Yeah, it's not, planet. and also no. like you're very superstitious. Right? Exactly, exactly. So uh, they say, of course, we can uh, do together. And so when we exchange the information, we say, okay, well, why don't you use our wine and this? Okay, why not? Why don't you do this? Okay, why not? So at the end of the day, they do uh, uh, something in our wineries with the bottles, uh, yeah. and we're talking about ah, my favorite one is Eruzione. Uh, right, right. So listen, did now did that, you know, change change commercially? Wow, wow. Did, it really yes, did. Of course, of course. Oh, really? A lot of people come and visit us in right. the one in that place. Well, because now it's like you know the movie set, you uh, know White Lotus, and set. they want to do the testing in the same the, the same thing, same yeah. place and the same picture. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and second, there was uh, a lot of uh, people from from the states. White Lotus yeah, was super strong. Where I say, wow, White Lotus uh, Planeta is there. I want to order Planeta, and so we have a uh, double uh, sales of it immediately. Immediately, yeah. Immediately. Wow. And a lot of people. Uh, you know, people that know us before was, uh, you know, wow, they weren't there, yeah, yeah there. Oh, it was beautiful, it was beautiful. And I was shocked by the how professional they are. Uh, the the sets was done by 200 people around right, you. Right, yeah. uh, there was, uh, it's was a it? serious, like, you no, know, the, budget. It's, it's really a yeah. big production. Yeah. And, and, and Tormina is sold out forever. Forget Immediately after, uh, it was in uh, October, November, do you remember? Um, Christmas was sold out. Many people phone uh, asked me, "Can you book for me, San Domingo?" I say, "No, I can't because it's sold out." And uh, so it was crazy, really, really crazy. All right. Before my last question, do you want to say anything? Is there anything you would like to say? No, we talk about um, our effort uh, to become uh, organic because many people talk about this is the moment to bring people to see what we do. We, today, even if the day was not a typical sunny Sicilian day... Yeah, it was actually very Scottish. Uh, yeah, very Scottish. Um, but was good also to change perception that people have that Sicily is like dry and, and, and whatever. Sicily is green and full of different trees or whatever. It's time to bring people back to see how you make agriculture, how you manage vineyards, but not only vineyards, to make the difference between uh, only a certification and... Uh, style of life, a style of doing agriculture, a style of having people working with you to manage the place. So this is something that for planet is very important and for my family is very important because we have this vision to work today for what will be for the next generation and maybe the other generation. We, we you know, 
try to not only preserve but also to increase what, what we funded. And this was something very important. Yeah, so this is kind of, it was similar to what I wanted to ask you in terms about your long-term you know, goals and vision, right? But one of the problems that we do have is the next generation, right? Because the next generation, the people who are appreciating good, high-quality wines are the baby boomers, right? Mm -hmm. The next generation, they don't enjoy wine as much as, or appreciate wine. Who said? You just see it. Oh. I see it in my staff, you know, I see everywhere. And there are studies they, that they confirm that. What can you we do to to? I think I think that wine must be not connected only to what is inside of the glass. That could be similar to what you have in a beer or maybe in a, a super you know, in a cocktail or whatever. But what is around the glass? So we have to have more and more people that um, see what we do here, enjoy the wine in the place of production. And go back with this, and uh, I'm confident that um, the new generation will be also like we have done uh, ambassadors of a, of a style of life that is wine, more than a, a glass of uh, something uh, that is a pleasure, but is more a style of life. We have to work on this a little bit. Of course, if people stay, and also we have to communicate in a different ways because there are many other ways of being in touch with the new generation that must be the first step to bring them to enjoy this kind of... Uh, so bring them back to the territory. Ah, yeah, yeah, so exactly. this is, is, it's one of the other reasons why you're focusing on the hospitality, yes, exactly, exactly. right? And also we will be open in the next month, Planeta Wine Bar in the Sicilian airport of Palermo. So oh, in Palermo. Yes, the best, uh, the first uh, door to, the, to heaven. No, it's so where where it's where it's going to be called what like Planeta, Planeta Wine Bar? Bar. Yes, okay. Planeta Wine Bar. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Simple. And you know, in Sicily, you have few three airports, so Palermo is one of the two. So you go in the in Sicily uh, with this. So uh, this is just to say that very important to to communicate to. There is a lot of tourism in Sicily increasing a lot. Uh, and this is another very important way to have uh, people on board on the passion of Sicilian wine. So, you know, uh, just one, one last question about hospitality. This is the third last question. I know, I know. I say that all the time, right? So, the hospitality, you know, I mean, don't take this the wrong way, but you, in the for La Foresteria, you have 14 um, beautiful rooms. It's absolutely gorgeous. But how the hell do people get there? Because it's middle of nowhere. Like, how do they, and you said it's full all the time. So, like, how do people find out? Like, what is the secret sauce that you you have people coming to this very remote area mm -hmm. from all parts of the world? You know, I was thinking that this was the center of the world. You see this uh, remote area? Are you sure it's a remote area? Menfi, yeah, I've never been. This is my first time. I mean, I know. To be serious? Yeah. To be serious? This was at the beginning, but uh, we have done a lot of uh, education, a lot of, and then people go in love with this place because this area have the best ingredients for foodies because you have in an area where you have wine, olive oil, I don't know, production of cheese, of bread, a very old style of life, a very strong agriculture, connected to many other oh, people, you know, and then in, in the people that like to travel, you, you know, there are some uh, 
you know how many people uh, people want to find a special experience uh, through Sicily that is not to go in a classic place but to go to the to discover place like La Foresteria. So uh, a few days ago, a couple of days ago, there was an article of the Independent mm -hmm. where there was the best. Uh, Location in Sicily, the other one was Villa Gea, historical uh, Roccaforte yeah, place, Verdura, Adler, another big investment, Timeo, and La Foresteria was the, uh, the, mm, the best location for foodies. Oh, so, really? And then in Memphis, there you is. You didn't offer me any food at La Foresteria. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I came all the way to Memphis and no Because food from you Foresteria. Will be back. For the food. For the food and for the our also son. beach club. Beach club and my son also. Okay. Alrighty. Well that's a wrap from Menfi uh winery, Planeto Winery. And what can I say? We'll just have to come back when the sun's out as well. And some for food. I have to come for some free food. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Grazie. joining us on another installment of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Join her again next week for more interesting content in the Italian wine scene. You can also find us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. You can also check out our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, to watch these interviews and the footage captured of each location. Chin chin!